In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Welcome to the Call by God podcast with Adney Godet and myself, Nixon Sylvain. This show is about dialogues of biblical characters and testimonies of Christians who submitted to the will of God. Each week, we bring on one guest so that they can share their story of how they were called by God. I hope this show inspires you. Enjoy. Hello and welcome, world, to the Call by God podcast. I'm yours truly, Nixon Sylvain, and I'm here with Adney Godin, Sister Godin. It is a blessing. Is it a blessed, blessed, blessed day to be part of this wonderful podcast on today? How you doing? I am. I'm excited, brother Nick. I started a whole new uh, place of employment, career, uh, working at Jim Ellis uh, Genesis. In on um, Peachtree in Atlanta, Georgia, um, traffic is the only issue. <laughs> oh boy! Let me tell you something. Atlanta traffic is the worst, but I wouldn't change the experience for anything because I'm a firm believer. Wherever God sends me, it's a mission, and I'm here yeah. to fulfill that mission. And when He's ready, He'll take me to where He wants me to be. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Adney. I'm good on my bad days and I'm good on my good days. Every day is a good day for me. But I, I, I like what you said about that, that the, the mission part, how you say you're on a mission wherever God puts you. And I was sharing, I was sharing that with an individual today in the body of Christ because um, they was talking with me of the things that they go through at the workplace. And then I told them, I said, look, no matter where you go, God put you there for a reason. Stop looking at like the people. I, I said, now, now you're looking at self. You're looking at yourself, but you're not looking at how can you deliver the message to somebody else? Because I said, God has his lawyers in position. God has his, those that are in higher powers, like the government in position. God has the doctors in position. God has the teachers in position. We're talking about Christians in position to share the word with the law. So God has his people scattered throughout the whole world in different professions. And it's they're there, yes, they're there to serve at their job, but their main purpose is really to deliver the word of God. So I'm glad that you pointed that out because I was just having that conversation uh today. 
Um, speaking of a word, uh, what's the word for today? Today, I will be coming from Proverbs 23, 15, and it reads, My child, if your heart is wise, my own heart will rejoice. Seeking God's wisdom helps us to connect with him in a way that will allow him to illuminate things for us. But when we walk in, a, in the ways of fools, we can't see where God is leading us. And it says that his heart rejoices when we're wise, when we make those decisions that are pleasing to him. And I think and believe wholeheartedly that is what this journey is all about. Always seeking God's guidance and wisdom for every single step that we take. Yeah, I think that's profound what you said, because always look at God like he's the, 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 fa- the father, right? He's the parent. Out of all humanity, so if you we could relate because we all have, we have children, so of course when our children make wise decisions, of course it makes us happy. We're glad. So it's kind of like God, you know, when we make the wisest decisions, make the right decisions that what He deems to be righteous, then of course it's it's a time to rejoice. It's a, it is a time to be happy. So I like how you pointed that out. So yes, that relates to God and that could relate to us as parents and even us, you know, we have, we have parents. So when we do the right things, our parents um, rejoice. And I want to just say one thing before we, we talk about, we're going to have a good episode, y'all. So we're, we're, we have a special guest, but before we bring in our special guest, I just want to say one thing. Addy, you know, we come from a Haitian background. So, you know, when you, and I'm sure it'll only happen in Haitian households, you know, when, when parents have children that's doing the right thing, right? They go to school, they got a degree, you know, they brag to their other friends about it. Well, let me tell you, you know, Ed, you probably could speak the Creole better than I could, you know, because I was about to. Petit bum dude. Go ahead, Ed. Go ahead. How they say it? Go ahead. Petit bum Johnny Gradier Petit. Yep. Le docteur Cornier. Marie Avocat. Yes, yes, yes. They always bragging about them degrees. Yes. But you know, Addie, they rejoice. That's, that's what matters. They rejoice yeah. because their 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 children is doing the right thing. But anyways, enough of that. We could talk yeah. about the word of God forever. But Addie, today I'm excited. I'm excited. In fact, I've been trying to get this sister on for a while now. I, I remember I approached her in worship. I say, sis, I, I gotta get you on my podcast. And and, and you know, cause she already shared a part of her story, but not when she got saved, before she got saved, she just was sharing some testimony, things that happened to her during pandemic. And, and I just said like, wow, man, this is a God to have a story. Cause I don't think I ever heard this, her story, how she came about, you know, cause she, she's very zealous for God, have a heart and passion for God. And, and you can't, you can't talk about her Jesus because she going to tell, she going, she going to have a lot to say about that. So don't be coming up to us talking bad about Jesus. Cause this is a do not back down about her Jesus. So I'm excited to to welcome to the show Fabiola. They call her Fabi Bourbon, and she probably could correct me on the last name because it's, it's French. So Fabi, how are you doing? Hey, brother. I'm Fabiola Bernadotte. I'm blessed by the blessed. Hey, Sister Fabi. It has been a minute. I know you probably didn't know that I, I no longer live in Florida. So Yeah, I was wondering where you'd be like, because I haven't been seeing you. I haven't been seeing you in service, so yeah, I did wonder. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm I'm here in the in the ATL, uh, starting afresh, starting a new on a new mission, whatever that assignment wow. is. Just excited about it, but I just wanted you to know that I'm excited to hear your story because we never really had a t- an opportunity to sit down and kind of chat. So I'm excited. Uh, to hear what you have to share with our listeners. So today. before you get into your story, Sister Fabi, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, I am 29 years old. Still can't believe it. It's too close to 30. However, I am blessed to be there. Um, I am a mother. I am I'm married. And we've been married for five years now. It's a blessing. And I love the journey of, of a married couple and things that we have going on. I feel like you honestly see you see your blessing, surely how life can move. Well, how he has moved in my life once I got married. It was just like he put smile, a laughter in my heart that only he can do. So that has been my journey. Um, Just living life basically through him every day, day by day. Hey man, I, I I like it. So look, I'm I'm look. Adam, you got your popcorn. I don't got I don't got my popcorn. <laughs> you got your popcorn. So sister Fabi, look look. I've been seeing some of the things you've been posting on social media. I know you have a heart and a passion for Christ. And um, Adney and I, we we never heard your story, um, how you got saved. But but before you get into your story, how you got saved, um. Kind of share with us some of your background, the history of your background. Like, where did you come from? Like, how was life like coming up uh, without God or maybe with God? Share some of those things with us. Well, I came from Haiti. So I was born in Haiti and I came to Florida. I used to go back and forth like during vacation time. And then we decided to stay. Well, my dad decided to allow us to stay here in in the state. Because it was this trauma that happened in Haiti while me and my brother was getting off school. It was like a shootout. And when we got home and told him about it, he was just like, trauma. he was traumatized. And it was, he got to the point where he was like, yeah, this is it. He called my mother, which my mother used to live here in the Florida. And he told her, this is it. They can no longer stay here. It's time, although he wanted us to finish our uh our education in Haiti. However, it wasn't, the country was, was, was bad at the time. So when I came here, I didn't really grow up in a, in a family that, you know, like a praying family. I didn't, I knew about God because I was always interested about God and I'm a dreamer. So God would often show me things and I'm like, Oh my God, mom, I saw God last night. I was walking with him. And she was like, wow. And then I remember me as a young girl, like got on my knees before bed and I started praying. And while my mother heard me pray and she prayed with me, she was like, say this and say that and say this. So I'm like, okay. When I came over here to the state during high school, during middle school, you know, it was just us living our regular life, no church. Um, My parents, well, my mom and her grandma, and my grandma, my bad, there are Catholics. So here and there, I used to go to Catholic church. It was just in high school. I, I believe it was ninth or 10th grade. It was this girl. She's, she's a blessing to my life. 
it was just like her name is Janita, and I, I will never forget her. And she is the person that brought me to the uh, to the Lord. And I'm so excited. She just kept on talking to me about God, not just me. It used to be like three of us during lunch when we take our break while we sitting down. She'll be like, "Hey, do you know God is this and do you know God is that?" And I was so nonchalant. I was just like, "Well, if God exists and and God is so good." Why is there so much pain in the world? Why we have this and why we have that? And I would, every time she would say something, I would always have something to say to ask her. And then she'll be like, dang, I got to go back to my Bible so I can come back and be prepared for you. But I was listening to her. During that time, I used to cuss. And I noticed that when I got around her, if I say something bad, I'm like, oops, my bad. (laughs) So I was being mindful. Like I, I took, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, she, she's on this and I'm going to respect her. But what she didn't realize is every time she would talk to me, it was just something was building up inside on the inside of me. So I would go home and read my Bible. Then I started reading the King James version. Then I got upset because I'm like, I, God, I can't understand. I want to know about you, but I can't understand him. Um, I don't know how it happened. I met someone and they told me about their church that was so close to my house. Like I could walk to it. They had Bible study on Wednesdays. So every Wednesday, me and my cousin, we would go. So I would just listen, 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 take notes. So one point I woke up and I said, good morning, God. And I heard, and I could still like look. And the area where I heard the voice was coming from, and it was just like, good morning, my child. So smooth, so gentle. And I was just like, what? Did God just speak to me? And it was just so amazing. It was just ever since then, I just couldn't doubt God. So I started building my relationship, just praying and, you know, reading my words. I got me a better Bible, reading my words. Throughout the years, over the course of, you know, how life happens and when we strayed away and it was just that one time my mom got really sick and my mom always from from when I knew her, she was always dealing with health issues. If it wasn't sugar, it was it was, um, you know, anything like it was just but then she was diagnosed with cancer. She beat it the first round and then a second round. For some reason, it came back, but she was having severe pain, like pain, like it would not let her eat. I guess it was the chemo doing that to her when she was going through that phase. It was just horrible. Like I watched my mom lost a lot of weight. I I just I was just so angry. And it was just that one time, like. I remember God. It's just all of that came back to me and I remembered there is a God. And I got, I dropped myself because I was built with so much anger. And I remember telling God, is this a movie? Are you just sitting up here just watching us going through this? Why do I have to to deal with this? Why do I have to deal with that? And why do I have to deal with that? And why do my mom have to suffer so much? You have people who's doing this and doing that. And all she wants is to live and she can't have that enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? So that, although when I came to God, it was so aggressive, 
but I was speaking from my heart and he heard me. From that time, I was just like, okay, God, you do exist. I do need you. I can't live this life without you because it's just too much. So I I had to trust in him because I'm like, okay, because I'm still young. If you take my mother away from me now, what will happen to me? My father is, is in Haiti. What will happen to me and my brother? Because it's just us two. Are you going to take care of us? So it was just at that point, I remember going to to work. I worked at Walmart around that time. And Sister Teleria, I don't know, for some reason that day, I was just having a bad day. I was just, it was just a roller coaster of emotion that was just building up and on the inside of me. And I was speaking to this lady and I'm like, I'm going home. Like, I don't, I don't feel good. And she said, what do you mean? Like you, how, why are you crying? And I explained to her, I'm, I'm just like over it. She said, you got Jesus. You got the Lord. You know, the Lord. why are you going through so much? But I didn't have an extra church that I, I had as my own where I felt like I felt his presence because my mom, she used to go to a church that Oh, like some people came to the house and prayed for him because she had deliverance that day. And I, I felt God move. So I decided to go with her. But I knew that was in my place. I, I just knew it. it was just like, OK, they're talking about this. I get it. I'm just not on that. I want to know. I want to know God for himself or who he is. So that day when Sister Tulare, I was getting ready to go home when I was at Walmart that day. And then she came. She came, I remember, in a jewelry store. She came and purchased some stuff. We was talking about something. Me and the lady was talking about God. And Sister Teleria, she said, um, you guys talking about God? I love God. He did this for me. He did that for me. And I was. that's how we started our conversation, where we was just talking and talking. She said, hey, I have this church right here. And um, if you want, come check us out. I said, okay. But what she didn't know is I prayed to God either that week or I was like, God, I need me a church where I'm going. I want to know about you and that's going to speak your word. I don't I I understand. I'm going to this church, but it's not cutting it. It's not doing what I needed to do because I honestly, truly want to know about you. So it was just that week. I don't know. Sometimes they say when you're about to get your breakthrough, things start to happen. Like, you know, the devil didn't like it. So he tried to make me go home just for me to, get, you know, for me not to meet uh, meet Sister Teleria, for me to have this church that I got that I went to. Um, that church, I, I don't know if I came the, the following Sunday or the Sunday after that. But that same day I went. I I heard the the pastor preaches. I, I heard Brother Daniel, he was preaching. But it was just like, I heard him. But I was just so into, like, okay, God, I, I want you, but I want it to be real. I want it, I want, like, I, I know I want to be saved. What can I do to be saved? And I heard him. So I'm like a person, once church is over, I got to go. Because I usually have work afterwards. I used to work from 3 to 12, so I have to go. As I was getting ready to leave, Sister Tulare called me. Hey, you sure you don't want to give your life to Christ? Because, you know, 
this and this and that, the conversation. But I was just so angry for some reason. I, I don't know, like, it was just a combination of, because my mom, the church that she went to was on a Sabbath, the um, Saturday. So now it was just like, I'm hearing these people talking about the Sabbath. And now you guys are talking about this today. So I was just like, it was just so much going on. But I was just like, God, I want you. After church, they took me to the back. It was her and somebody else who spoke to me. And then I told them, listen, I, I want to get baptized. They said, okay. I said, well, well y'all going to do it? Because I didn't see any, any water around. Like, y'all going to take me to the beach? Or It was like, no, there's a water right here. And they baptized me. And ever since then, it was just like, it was amazing because I felt something different. And, not, and I knew it was real. I knew it was real and I felt the Holy Spirit and it was just like, yes, this is it. And I had so much joy in my heart, a joy I didn't know where it came from. And I was just like, God, this is, is this for real? I remember walking into my room one day after work and I just started laughing. And it was just like, where this joy came from? And I felt in my heart that. Anything, if anything is happening right now, God, I know that you got me. I don't care if the world is turning upside down. That was my turn. If the world is turning upside down right now, God, I'm still good. And I had that joy in my heart. From then, it was just me getting to know him, praying every day and, you know, growing in him. And he's just been showing himself out to me. He revealed his secrets with me. So I am full of, you know, his love and I can't wait just to go on a whole different journey with him, which he is taking me day by day. Amen. This concludes part one of Sister Fabiola's testimony of how she was called by God. And I really enjoyed how she shared the love or should I say the encounter that she had with Christ in the watery grave of baptism so please stay tuned for part two it's going to be just as good as part one and remember that jesus christ is the king of kings and he's the lord of lords be blessed that's it for now but before we go please continue to listen subscribe and share our podcast also if you want to support our show please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee we would greatly appreciate it thank you for listening and remember god is good all the time and all the time god is good and also jesus christ loves you thank you Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children 
to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized. You will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.